Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have P2 from 2007. Not P1. Not P1. P2. And not to be confused with Inside 2016. Um, Why did you get confused with that? It's the same actress. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah, she, she was in the Inside remake. Vastly inferior. <laughs> To our, uh, but I kind of like it a little bit. Ooh. I mean, it's it's better than the Martyrs remake, you know, which is you're lots of like like your remakes. It's all good. You you live your truth, Steve. Don't hate Rob Zombie's Halloween though. Um, <laughs> but yes, this is P two. I thought this would be good because it's Christmas horror, underrated Christmas horror in my opinion. And I didn't tell you this was a Christmas movie. No, so, you no. Know. And you kind of know right from the jump because it's some Christmas song, Santa Baby. Yes, I believe so. Is that Marilyn Monroe, or am I making that up? It sounds like it could be. It's Marilyn Monroe, people. <laughs> for, for, uh, it's, it's, it's Marilyn Monroe for us. <laughs> but yeah, I've always liked this movie. Like I kind of came and went when it first came out, but I think it has, I would say, a small cult following mm-hmm. now. It didn't get good reviews at the time, which I think is bullshit. Just saying, a lot of them just said it was like a gory slasher movie. I'm like, I mean, yes, it's gory in spots but it's not like the whole movie's gory it's just a few certain like two or three the things gore hits when it needs to yeah hit. but yeah so yeah i really really like this movie but what mm-hmm. did you think <laughs> i thought it was you know a clever game of cat and mouse uh being dog a, and mouse maybe dog and mouse oh. being all located in a parking garage a very relevant place like kind of creepy place to be you know just walking everybody's through. got a little bit of a creep factor when it comes to parking lots mm-hmm. you know when you're walking through them all alone did you ever watch seinfeld i no? mean the occasional episode, episode. But so like back in the, the did elaine get attacked by west bentley well, in the parking garage no but back in the like one of the og season like season one season two maybe they had an entire episode like in a parking garage and that's Ooh. like all i could think about like kind of watching this the whole episode took place in it yeah that, pretty much they call that a bottle episode did They're, you know that i did not know that it's like when the friends ever did when they did an episode it was completely in the apartment it was it was to like oh. save money i guess they would do this on a lot of shows like have a take place in one setting for the whole episode i don't think i ever noticed that oh you know what that probably happens in the friends episode when they find the porn because i could see them just staying in the in the oh yeah. in, the, in their apartment i think the golden girls did it once too but that was like a flashback heavy episode too mm-hmm. so you're really trying to save money you know oh, the flashback yeah. episodes oh, I, I hate it i couldn't stand the flashback episodes even on the rewatches i'm like damn i'm just no, like I've seen this it. before, literally, but yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but yes, we're not here to talk about Seinfeld Parking or the episode. Golden Girls. <laughs> um, Funny enough, there was a security guard officer in the Seinfeld episode too. From this movie and Seinfeld, what are you talking about? No, there was a there was just another security guard in the Seinfeld episode. Oh, okay. He wasn't as creepy as this one though. <laughs> less <laughs> Sli- problematic. Slightly less. He wasn't an incel. No. Oh my God! I'm surprised. That's exactly what I thought of the whole time watching this guy. Massive insult vibe. It's like this is probably like a Discord or Reddit moderator in real life if they went too far. I could see it, but yeah, this movie. I'm not gonna try to say the director's name because you know me and names. I'll just mangle it. Um, but he directed the uh, remake to Maniac, starring Elijah Wood, which a lot of people like. I remember that being pretty fucking intense and gory a lot of scalpings um <laughs> maybe future episode maybe when, if we do another um remake month we could do the Ooh, yeah. remake elijah come on our podcast we'll ask you about 
scalping women and the faculty. Not Lord of the Rings, though, because what else is there to know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, well, this guy, this director, like, he worked very closely with Alexandra Aja, like, producing a lot of his movies. Like, like he's one of the bigger, probably more recent horror directors. Like, he did the Hills Have Eyes remake, which people love. The movie High Tension, which kind of put them on the map. You know, so they're kind of a net kind of known for like intense movies that aren't scared of you know a little bit of blood basically mm-hmm. um and he has got a new movie on shutter too which i keep meaning to watch but keep forgetting is a uh, night of the hunted which has kind of a similar premise to this where it's like one girl but like a sniper outside a gas station and she's like trapped in the gas station so I'm oh curious that sounds pretty cool that. yeah the reviews have haven't been great but oh, okay. you know I know the director of P2 wouldn't let me down, so I'm going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty action-y, too. Yeah, I like that. But I was shocked. I looked up this movie's budget, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe like $14, 15000000 mm-hmm. $3.5 million. Okay, granted, there's not a lot of locations, uh-huh. not a lot of characters, but I just feel like it had good production values. It looked expensive. There's some car chase stuff, mm-hmm. cars slipping over. So I'm like... Wow, all some, right. Some fire. Yeah, some fire. <laughs> Fire's not cheap. Okay? Yeah. So good on you, movie. Use that budget wisely. Blumhouse could never. Efficient. <laughs> <laughs> but we open up with a scene, which is actually like a flash forward. I love when they do this. Some people hate when they do this. I, sometimes I don't like it because it, it ruins what's going to happen. Yeah. But here, like, it's not telling us that much. Yeah, you get like a brief, like, oh, boom. Yeah, other than, you know... It's going to be Christmas time because maybe this Marilyn Monroe song is playing <laughs> and a girl is trapped in the trunk of a car. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets it off to like, OK, shit's going to go down. Yeah, basically. they don't like you said, they don't spoil too much here. So I it, this this was effective. Do we know where this takes place? I'm I just, getting Chicago. I just is, Chicago, I don't know. I just assume New York just because it's a city. But, like, literally it could be any city. <laughs> New York City, probably filmed in Canada. <laughs> I don't even know if it could be New York City because they have, they're, like, underground, I think. So, like, I don't know if New York City has underground parking, if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it's, so like, like, sea level and all that. My geography knowledge is subpar. All stands tell us what where, city? Is, where is this taking place. It's, <laughs> it's probably not New Orleans, is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I love Rachel Nichols as an actress, but we'll get to her because I got something more important to talk about in her first scene. The girl who plays her co-worker Jody mm-hmm. very briefly was in another iconic movie called Mean Girls. She was Michigan Girl. Remember the part where in class um, the, t- the principal's like, oh, we got a brand new foreign exchange student. And then Tina Fey's like, welcome to this actress because uh-huh. she's black. Yeah. She's like, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Look at her now. Now st- starring in, she, it looked like she got some credits on her IMDb. So I'm like, get it. Like multiple episodes of TV shows. Yeah. And she was in P2. I love that for her. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how many times people quote that to her though. Like she's probably over it. Uh, <laughs> maybe she's, maybe she's also appreciative though, that like a little bit deep down that she still gets recognized. Like, aw. How I, old is she, I don't think she was in the Walmart commercial, was she? She there, should have been. There, I think there's two parts to the Walmart commercial. Because mm-hmm. I saw one, and then I saw like another one that was like the same thing, but had like other scenes too. So I don't. Maybe she was in the other one. I can't remember though, honestly. Bring back Michigan Girl, Walmart. Maybe maybe she'll be in the musical. 
no comment. I think we've spoken enough about the yeah. goddamn musical that they are promoting as not a musical for some reason. I want to surprise everyone. <laughs> so obviously there's some tension with her co-worker, Jim. Oh, Jim. Slightly problematic Jim. We don't know what he did. He's just apologizing. He's saying he was drunk. and We can fill in the blanks. Yeah, it, was, it seems not great. But she seems to accept his apology, and Jim feels better and can have a, a Merry Christmas. She should have went to HR. Start a file on Jim. <laughs> but her whole thing seems to be like oh. that she's a workaholic. Yeah, she's obviously like has to be on top of everything, cares about her job mm-hmm. a lot. And getting back to Rachel Nichols, <laughs> our lead actress here, who I really think she, she did a good job in this movie because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like all on her and Wes Bentley pretty much. Like I know her from... She was on the last couple seasons of Alias, which when it got really bad, not because of her though. Um, I mean, coincidence? Well, no, I'm Jennifer, kidding. <laughs> no, Jennifer Gardner was pregnant, so it's like she can't even. So she was like the ingenue, yeah. Rachel Nichols, because like Jennifer Gardner was pregnant and couldn't run around and flip and stuff. Um, <laughs> and she was also in the Ryan Reynolds remake of Amityville Horror, which is pretty mid. But she, I remember her being one of my favorite parts. She was like this really sexy babysitter, like over the top sexy. I'm like, I don't think they dressed like that in the 70s, Ooh, but okay. All right. She was very hot and fun in that. Um, and also, like we said, the Inside remake. Mm-hmm. So she deserves to be a bigger star, goddammit. Has she done anything more like recent that you've seen? No. No. I, sh- I should have checked her. I was too busy looking at Jody's Michigan, Michigan Girl. Girls <laughs> IMDb to look at Rachel Nichols. <laughs> But, like, even before things get, like, really terrible, like, I find this whole thing of her getting locked in the the parking garage very, it's, like, frustrating. It's, like, everything mm-hmm. she does goes wrong. Yeah. And I think we've all been there. Maybe not to this extent, mm-hmm. but. My, like, the one thing I thought about the whole time watching this, though, was you're telling me there's no emergency exit. Like, there's no way there's no emergency exit in that building or the parking garage. There's got to be some sort of, like, one-way door. I mean, we're not even allowed to use the stairs in our hospital. <laughs> the door's locked. You're telling me there's not doors anywhere? That was the only thing. Maybe she had a door. She just wasn't allowed to use it. <laughs> <laughs> just just corp- corporate rules. <laughs> so now, okay, so she gets in her car. Her car doesn't start. Uh, and she goes to security for help, which, of course, this guy's going to help her. Okay, so you didn't even know anything about this movie. I knew nothing about it. So when you met this guy, were you like, "Oh, he's sus," or I was like, "Oh, he seems like a a he seems like he's trying to help," but then he seemed like kind of a dick. So I was like, "Oh, this he doesn't seem like such a nice guy. I'm gonna watch out for him." Yeah, he. So this is as we said, he's played by what's his character's name? Tom. Tom is played by Wes Bentley, who I think most people would know from American Beauty. And doing, you know, my research, you know, he actually was during the filming of this on heroin and cocaine. Like he had like 10 years of during this time where he was trying to, you know, deal with that. Yeah. So he said he was basically just doing movies to support his habit. So oh, shit. good for him for, you know, getting help. I think he's, you know, better now. Yeah. Still working. You know, I know he's been on, I think the last few seasons of American Horror Story so not the best work but um <laughs> man he, he likes a little upper with his downer huh <laughs> I, guess, I guess so but I think he's good in this movie like he plays a really great psychotic person 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, like I'll, I'll say, like I've heard some people complain about this. Like he's not really scary. Like he, he goes a little over the top sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of find him a more interesting character than if he was just like completely like evil and sadistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that would get old. I, I think one of the fear elements, in, like that he brings. Is that you don't know what's gonna happen? What he's gonna do? He's next. very unpredictable. Yeah, and that's the scariest thing a person can be. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think. yeah, and like he's, he's like talking to himself, talking to her. You don't know which way he's gonna go. So that to me is it, it, it's maybe not like you said. It's not gonna be someone who's just evil and crazy, goes over the top. But you don't need that from him. It's it's a it's a thriller. No. You know, it's 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 scarier because it seem he seems more real. Yeah. Now, do you think? I, it might have even shown it, and I might have missed it. Do you think he tampered with her car? He must have tampered with it somehow, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, because he's obviously, he's had this planned out somewhere, mm-hmm. I think. Right? He's been watching Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole, so she goes to him for help, and he tries to jumpstart the car, and then he says something. Uh, oh, I wh- hate how awkward this is, though. Yeah, she, cause she because she, she's yeah, not she, being mean. To me, she's not being mean she, at all. Yeah, she, she's in a very bad tricky situation because mm-hmm. she wants desperately to get because she's already late to go to her family function mm-hmm. seems like she's in hot water with her family because she's all about her job mm-hmm. and like she, he's trying to help her and she appreciates it but at the same point it's like okay i need to leave yeah like, i need to try and get a cab so yeah it's just like one of those awkward situations mm-hmm. that just makes me cringe i'm like oh no yeah, he's like you know it's i don't th- want to watch this <laughs> he's like it's you know it's not, it's uh you know holiday season you could be a little like grateful I'm like, Ugh. yeah, come on, dude. Then he invites her to dinner, and of course she declines. Well, he says, "I'm kidding." And <laughs> sure, just, you just, were just Tom. kidding. <laughs> oh, Thomas, classic Thomas. <laughs> but that, this was the most frustrating part: is when the cab's there and she can't leave the fucking building. Oh, I felt so bad for her. Yeah, like her moment of freedom right there. No, only because it's all the doors are locked. She's was his name Carl. The like yeah the justice no, for Carl the security guys nowhere to be found now she she found him earlier and they locked up the office but now every all the doors are locked which is also kind of bad it seems like there should be another exit door somewhere but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> even those exit door man <laughs> this movie feels felt so modern to me until she brought out that cell phone and then I'm like the oh, razor wow. yeah and then I'm like wow this is like obviously from 2007 I feel but like if, if it wasn't for the phone really there's nothing that dates it right? no yeah it looks like did you have a razor those are pretty iconic never had a razor I I maybe did for a brief period of time. i was always jealous of the razor and then like the envy i was jealous of that one too i i, I had an lg chocolate that was my first cell phone Ooh. it was legit Classy it up. <laughs> i had 500 texts i could do i remember to non Verizon customers, <laughs> and I could only and, and I could text only did to Verizon. Use twenty five of them. <laughs> I remember one time I went over my cell phone like plan budget. I ended up having to pay like a hundred something dollars. It was it was rough. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I think we discussed it on the iconic, uh, very well, very listened to and liked episode about when a stranger calls two thousand six. Um, <laughs> so then she's just completely trapped in the parking garage, and she, the lights turn off. No service. Of course, no service. which believable. I believe that, you know, I mean, especially in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got that next towel or I think 
phone service or something. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're really not getting much there. Oh, but the shot. Yeah, so all the lights go out. And then the shot with him just she right behind her. She can only use her razor as light. Of course. Yup. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. have the flashlight like the smartphones now. She's got just the screen open using it. Yep, it's a good scare. He's right behind her. Um, this isn't quite as good as the um, scene in the cell in the parking garage where that girl got grabbed, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so then Angela wakes up. To Santa. And maybe you think maybe this is just going to be one of those Santa Claus killer movies, but he takes it off pretty quickly. <laughs> I was hoping, like, it's not that kind of a movie. Yeah, I, I, don't, I was hoping he'd play a little more into it. We'd see him be a little more psychotic, but he seems like he... like. Levels out real quick to just like, okay, I'm I'm a little crazy, but not like that crazy. Right. He he's he's a pretty chill killer. Yeah. I don't know. He's very like hot and cold. He's either like really crazy or you're just like a cute amount of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I just gotta say she's killing it in this dress. I feel like if this was made today, her boobs would not be out as much. <laughs> like she looks amazing. Yeah. But I'm just thinking the entire time, how is there not a nip slip? Or maybe there was several that they cut out, but like, I'm sure it's crazy to me how girls keep it. Well, I guess they use tape. This is what JLo used. You know, the iconic green JLo dress. There's no yeah. way if I saw it, I'm sure, picture, I'm sure I've seen it. Like I, there's a lot of that tape. The girls use. Yeah. You know, boob tape. I don't I know what it's it. called, <laughs> but yes, there's probably that's, where most of the $3.5 million budget went. The tape. The booby tape. <laughs> we need the most advanced boob tape we can find. But he has this whole dinner set out for her that he said he was going to have earlier. It, looks, it honestly looks a little, like, not too bad. I mean, she at least could have enjoyed the meal, then tried to get out. Yeah. You know? you're, gonna, you're stuck here. She is ungrateful. <laughs> she was right. Well, I'd be pissed, too. <laughs> she should have died. <laughs> so he actually, like, tries to make small talk with her and she just seems to obviously she's like no she's stuck she sees the chain on her leg or she tried to get up and she couldn't she realized she's like slowly processing what's happening she's looking all around her thinking like what can she do to get out of this and this guy's just like i don't know like it seems like he's trying to just get in her head yeah there's like a lot of um like psychological games that they play with each other mm-hmm. i think too there's like a moment where I don't know if he asked her, like, are you seeing anybody? Or she's like, I have a boyfriend. And then the camera, like, does this dramatic pan. It's just, like, getting into his head space. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, oh, shit. But, like, if, if he was really, really stalking her, he would know. Right. So I'm assuming he's, like, only stalking her at work. Like, commit harder, you know. Yeah, be, like, a decent stalker. Like, he didn't you- deserve her because he didn't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I like that moment, too, where... You know, he's asking her all these questions about her boyfriend and you could tell that she's just trying to make get these answers out quickly without mm-hmm. thinking about it. You know, like, what does he do? Oh, he works for the post. Oh, I read the post. Oh, it's online. Like just seeing her act so quickly, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of car does he drive? Toyota. Right. So Toyota, she, fin- oh, she finally like <laughs> is like, you know, her brain stops working, which mm-hmm. was like so relatable. She's like, you know, the acts kind of, you know not working anymore well he also realizes too like oh at first you were you don't want to say anything and now you want to tell me all about your boyfriend so (laughs) one you're like really trusting me or two you're lying to me and he goes he calls her bluff which he has a he he brings up like oh how can you even like how can you have a boyfriend you work all these hours i'm surprised you have time for that which also kind of cuts her to the core i think because that's her like her whole character right yeah is that she's so focused on work and he like he this is where he kind of gets to her too or it's like oh you but you kind of like want a boyfriend you want someone to care about you 
And I think she, you know, deep down she probably does. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he knows what, what to tell her mm-hmm. to hurt her. He just doesn't know how to like court her in the correct manner. He's lacking uh social skills, we'll just say. <laughs> yeah. That. Even worse than us. <laughs> and another pretty good scene too is when he I don't know, does her family call her or he calls the family, right? Yeah, he she he has her call the family like on speakerphone. And it's like she, like she so badly, of course, wants to ask for help, but like he's like putting his hands around her neck, mm-hmm. like, and she knows she can't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a frustrating thing, and and then some of the things like her family says to her seems like they they cut deep. Like her sister is like, "Oh, you said you were like on your way. Now you're not coming. What happened?" And her sister just automatically assumes it's work related. So it seems like she may have done this before, or balance family with work, and obviously that's not what's going on. But she like. You can tell she feels kind of remorse about that. Then you hear the mom in the background. The mom gets on the phone. is like all sweet and all about it. Like, don't worry. Like, it's okay. Like, no, the mom's a shady bitch. The mom? You know why? Why? Because she seems all nice, but then at the end, she's like, oh, and Angela, don't worry about the Santa costume. Okay, then why mention it? You know what I mean? No. She's just trying to make her feel bad. The mom sucks. The so mom's key. the worst one, actually. <laughs> Thomas is better. <laughs> And to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas actually kind of cares Not like super stalker level Just my, mid stalker level cares <laughs> It's also a good scene too When he shows her the tape In the elevator Because you know of his job The security guard mm-hmm. you know, That's another way he's been watching her And he has the video of our boy Carl No Carl's Jim. a good one We love Carl Yeah Carl's a great Jim, guy Jim not so much He's like trying to like trying to get with her on this elevator and he's married with kids with kids and she's not having it. Tom is just a little too trusting in like in my eyes he's here. He's in love. <laughs> it's true. He is in love. Love makes you do stupid things <laughs> like unchain a woman who clearly doesn't want to be there. I mean, everybody in movies always trust somebody with a fork. I'm like, come on, you know better. Mm hmm. Don't make me get into Rob Zombie's Halloween again. But there might be a fork a scene, dumb nor- a dumb ass nurse and a fork involved. Come on, lady, you had it coming. Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if Angela picked up the spoon and tra- stabbed him with Ooh. the spoon. I think that causes bad bruising, though. Probably not as much damage as the fork did, though. No, the fork was a little... Or a spork, maybe. If this was a scary movie, it would have been the spoon. You just, just like does, when does Cindy, it bounce when back. When Cindy grab Or not Cindy, Carmen Electra, like when they're spoofing the uh, Drew Barrymore scene in Scream, mm-hmm. like there's a grenade and like a pistol on the table and she grabs the banana. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Yeah, so she ends up stabbing him so like, in the shoulder. So he forked by Angela. He gets... Angela forks him. He liked every second of it. But they're going to go on a field trip now. Now she's cuffed, too. He's got her cuffed. She, so. she liked that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which, this is pretty elaborate. I'm, I'm surprised he was able to, like, set all this up in the amount of time, like, from her, from everyone leaving work till now. Because all, this all happens in one night, too. Like, it's not just one place. It's one night as well. Granted, we don't know how long she was knocked out for. Yeah. Year, though, so. But he is very talented, yes. <laughs> But we see our boy Jimbo. Yes, he is doing his best uh, Steve Steven from Screaming impression tied up to the chair. And Thomas, isn't he basically like, kill him? You do it. But she's not having it. She doesn't want it. She's, she doesn't want to do it at first. And then she's like, let me say I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smart girl. 
But then he's Thomas has a change of heart. He's like, no, you're you're a good person. I can't let you do that. What if she's like, like no, like I've killed five other people. She's like, like, it's fine. She's like, no, I run over people all the time. That would have okay. been a good twist. She's, she's the more killer. Psycho than he is. Oh, there is a movie like that called Pet, and it isn't very good though. I mean, it's okay. But... Or or like you, season two. Ooh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah, it would have been good to have her back on season four too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Thomas ultimately goes out and is about to kill him, and then he stops because she she starts screaming pleading with him to stop and he's like but like he did this like don't you want this you know sort of thing right which it's it seems like she did genuinely accept his apology and she like she obviously was like not thrilled with what happened but she understands that this is not the right recourse like he doesn't deserve this right maybe just like one heavy ass flashlight to the face yeah maybe like the rest of what happens to him yeah maybe like a punch to the nuts too like i think i think a uh, like a flashlight to the face and a punch to the nuts, and that would probably would have been good. But no, this guy mutilates him with the flashlight. It's intense. It's pretty brutal, though. I'm surprised like these hits. You could feel them. Yeah, I'm surprised that Jim was still alive after all of the. Jim is like flashlight. Hits. A Scream Six character, <laughs> you know, not, nothing barely kills him. Like he's gutted. He's still moving around. Like. You go, Jim. Jim. Jim wants to be in the sequel so right. bad. But isn't this, <laughs> this death goes off? I, I think this death's amazing. Th- there was like one slight moment where you could tell it was a, like a dummy. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the behind the scenes. It was like a combination of a dummy mm-hmm. and then and putting Jim. a CGI. <laughs> like they shot him, his face like over green screen and then put it in. Oh, kind of. okay. I thought it looked fucking good, though. The guts. You don't, oh, we the don't get enough guts nowadays. The, the, gu- the guts at the end was very good. I think this death needs to be talked about more. It's pretty good. Even the way he's like fucking with them, like he's driving with poor Jim and the chair. Mm-hmm. And the- <laughs> so it's like just pushing him along mm-hmm. and then just starts to accelerate. And just when you think it's over. He runs him over again. Even more guts comes out. Yeah. I'm like yeah, like like I said, Alexandra ha- Aha and whatever this director's name is, I stand you. I'd, I'm not gonna say your name. Um, <laughs> come on, our podcast. <laughs> um, like they don't fuck around when it comes to violence, you know, because they're from they're from France. Mm-hmm. Like they they well, know their yeah, violence. <laughs> yeah, they they like their violence for sure. But Angela escapes during all this, right? Yeah. Somehow, like the. I don't know if she gets it or it just happens, but the car door unlocks and she's able to run out and get away for a little bit. And we have a nice cat and mouse game. Okay. You know what always freaks me out, though, in movies is when the actors are running handcuffed, especially when their hands are behind their back. I'm just like, oof, if you fall, she's wearing high heels at this point still, I think. Like, that's going to hurt. So it freaks Props me out. Props to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get freaked out just walking on, like, when it's slightly icy outside. So I can't. And oh, my hands are in front of me. <laughs> I've, I've eaten shit plenty of times. Oh, yeah. And it hurts. Ooh, we need a horror movie like on a frozen lake. We should make one. Or like even <laughs> like a simple like I call this like a simple thriller movie, which I always love. Like like one or two people or a couple, you know, a few people in a isolated location. And mm-hmm. it's like the whole movie. So like two people on a frozen lake. Just, you know, that's that hour and a half. It's your movie. Kind of reminds me of like uh, the cl- was it the climb was the no what was it is that a Miley Cyrus song was no that is a, I'm thinking of the Miley Cyrus song that song goes off no it's it's the one where the two women are up top of the the tower oh, fall. there fall is that what it was do you know what we're gonna be getting in the near well semi near future a sequel 
not one, but two, fall two and fall three. I'm like, I lo- I don't, I'm cool with a sequel. Like, you know, obviously not the same tower, you know, a different setting probably, but do you really need to announce two sequels? Is, is it going to have the same actress? Fall kills. <laughs> fall. fall. <laughs> well, isn't she going to start learning that maybe she shouldn't go up to these high places? I don't know. Hopefully there's, it's a different cast and it's just like a different, you know, scenario. separate. Scenario, yeah, it should. But, yeah, hopefully. Or she's a dumbass and does it all again. Maybe they ask her for help or something. Yeah. But that was a Will great movie. Will we be covering fall too? Maybe. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll do that in our sequel month. <laughs> So she's able to, so she gets away. She's able to get her hands in front of her very how, cleverly. How hard do you think that is? I don't think it's too hard. I'll be honest. I watched this part with Allison and she, while our actress here struggled for dramatic effect, uh-huh. Allison tried it and did it with ease. But she's also very like So flexible. you're just telling us, all of our wonderful listeners, that you guys own handcuffs. No, she just had her hands oh, next, okay. like, next to each other. It's fine. It's I mean, fine. I mean, there may or may not be cuffs, but... You guys just couldn't find them. Yeah, she just had her hands next to her and tried it. Maybe oh, I'll try that we'll, we'll, after. We'll, yeah, we're definitely going to try it after. Me, me and Matt sometimes have push-up competitions, so maybe we'll have a competition if we can... Who can get out fastest. ...do this, yeah. So you're, you're telling me you got some cuffs here? I do not have handcuffs, actually. Oh. I know. So we'll just have to fake it. <laughs> okay. And we have another Mean Girls alumni here. No way. This homeless lady who doesn't give a shit that our girl, Rachel Nichols, is being tormented. She She was the German teacher in Mean Girls. She like, no, you can't go to get the pass or something like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. She was like screaming at poor Lindsay Lohan. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, wherever Mean Girls was shot must be where they shot this movie. Like, oh, you're free? You're free? All right, let's, let's, we need you real quick. Where's the flip-flops and what's the army pants of flip-flops, girl? She needed to be in this. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about this fucking nail scene? That that was painful to watch. I, oof. As, Any, anytime there's nail horror in movies, it's just, oof, it's cringe. So I'm a person who, I think I've said this before, uh, picks their nails. So I've definitely like picked a We're nail. We're learning a lot about you. You pick your nails and you don't have handcuffs. I don't have handcuffs. <laughs> may or may not have handcuffs. Uh, so I pick my nails a lot and I've picked it where like it's gotten way too low. So like I can like kind of relate to the pain that Ooh, she's in. Just wait till we cover Black Swan, Matt. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Yeah, it, it's 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 nasty. And and uh, she has to, so she like rips this the nail off completely and you just see all the red underneath the net oh like ugh. i feel that hopefully she got a pedicure right after this although i don't know what they could do with that nail <laughs> at the moment <laughs> just just slap it back on put a band-aid on it'll reattach itself but she's desperately trying to because she has her cell phone again she's desperately trying to try to contact 911 obviously and she's got the phone she's got it she's still cuffed so she's got both hands together, like sticking it through the gate to try to get service. Okay. Is it just me, though? I'm kind of sick of the scene. This happens all the time where somebody's like stuck in a situation. Like she's kind of got her hands, handcuffs caught in like the the garage door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Thomas, of course, walks around and then she's gone. 
It was a pretty quick. It, she's she's gone like but the, this hat. The like, Flash. I, no shade to this movie, mm-hmm. but it's still they're still making movies where this scene happens. Yeah, kind of getting over it. Yeah. Um, I no, I want them to do this scene, but they're there still. You know, they didn't get out. Surprise! It would be a good twist. <laughs> or like they're on a di- or like he gets there, you think they're there, and it's like a different floor. You know, like something like where oh, it's yes. believable. Yeah. Mix it up, people. Don't yeah. be scared. Don't be lazy. P2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is going to be the most random thing. But, okay, this movie has a sound effect. If anybody out there knows anything about this sound effect, please slide in my DMs. Like, it happens in that, like, nail scene. Like, it's like this almost metallic-y, like, ambient noise that's always in movies. It's like a stock sound effect or something mm-hmm. that they're just reusing. It was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. I just watched um, The Mothman Prophecies, which I still don't like. Um, it's in that. It's <laughs> I in, still it's don't in like. so many things. I want to know the backstory to this noise. Have you seen like the people making these noises? Well, I watched the documentary about that oomph sound. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the baby from the video game. Like He gets like drop from the sky and he makes a sound effect which people use always use now oh and no there's a whole documentary about this sound effect and the, it's great it's on youtube the oomph sound. about the oomph sound like it's the drama there's so much drama I'm, behind the sound i gotta watch that when I it's go real home. it was actually really like i'm like i'm not gonna like this i was like so engrossed yeah <laughs> over the oomph sound it's so crazy how, like how there's so many like fan made or like free documentaries on YouTube that you think, oh, the this quality is so good. In yeah. Some of them. Yeah. I, I just watched this one on a he like he claims to be one of the original YouTubers. He like kind of is. And it's like his, his it's all about like his raise climb to fame and then his fall from fame. And he's just like, like kind of like a regular guy now, almost like trying to make his way back, but it's mm-hmm. not working. But he's like mm-hmm. washed up. And I'm like, this guy way more interesting than I thought it would be. And the guy at the end was who made the documentary was like, I didn't profit off this at all. I like, I'm sure he did now probably, but like he said, I'm sure some people were nice enough to send him some dough. Yeah. Or now, now it's just something to add to his portfolio, you know, but yeah, a lot of YouTube docs support out there. the good creators out there. People really though. There's a lot of like us. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our TikTok? Great stuff. All Steve. It's mid. <laughs> okay. So this elevator scene, I, always enjoy an elevator scene in a movie i really like the fact that there's that panic button or the call for help button and she act she activates it you think it's actually working but then it just turns out to be him it's our boy thomas yep. okay so do you know the emergency button in elevators it's always just the security to whatever place you're in I, that's what i figured it never goes to like 911 I don't think. I don't know though. Yeah. I feel Do like it's better don't, elevator I, makers. I, I, I feel like that would make more sense because you can get in a situation like this where, where something happens to the security guards or the security guard is the something you should be scared of. Or they're like our security guards and may may not get there in an appropriate amount of time. <laughs> right. There should be like a button for like a minor incident or mm-hmm. like, you know, really fucking help me now. Like panic like I need someone more than just security. Right. But Thomas is pretty smart cuz he hoses down this bitch of an elevator right like this is not a good situation for a girl which i i'm sitting here watching this thinking all right she's like pretty safe in here she's gonna be here probably a while i wonder yeah, like, like what else is how, where's it gonna go yeah how can we how is this movie gonna continue yeah it's like i mean i guess we could stay here but whatever but yeah he he uses the, the power of the fire hose 
And when he first threw it down, I was like, oh, he's just going to like use it to climb down and get her. Like, oh, that's that's actually pretty smart. But no, he uses he uses the water in the hose to like he could have went wash down her out. Oh, he could have. Like, you're lazy. Like <laughs> he, he didn't care enough. He, could, he didn't care enough. He could have killed her. He didn't want to do the that. The love though. of his life. He, he wouldn't want. Oh, you mean with the with the water? Yeah. Yeah. He could. He very well could have. But like, I love the shot when the elevator door opens and she like comes spilling out with poor Carl. Justice for Carl. He did nothing wrong. He's just doing trying to do his job. He's just innocent bystander. But I love I love elevator scenes in movies like Speed. Speed's got a good one. Have you ever seen Speed? I've heard of Speed. I've never seen Speed. Classic. I thought for sure this is where we were going to get some nip slip. After this water scene, I'm like, there's no way she's running around she in this white an dress. She should Oscar for most talented booby tape. <laughs> I'm like, wow, damn. They're like, but yes, I'm sure many a straight man appreciate this movie. I was like, yeah, they're really. Now she's wet. Now she's like yeah. Jessica Biel in the TCM remake, you know? Yeah, like, now she's like all watered down. Like, this is not going to go well for her. This was made today. No boobs and dry. As something that's very true. <laughs> I do like her attempts to uh, try to t- help Carl. Like you could tell she's desperate. Like she does like a little pull on his she body. She doesn't just bounce right away. Yeah. She wants to make sure our boy is dead. And it's like really sad too because it's Carl. <laughs> Leave Carl alone. Okay, so I know. So obviously we're in the parking garage like this whole time, and that in itself could be like a little claustrophobic. Like we're in the elevator too. That's very claustrophobic. This truck scene. Well, and and I just want to mention, too, because I watched like a little it was just like a little 10 minute behind the scenes thing, like Mm -hmm. how making this movie, they felt extremely claustrophobic. Oh, really? Probably doing like 12 hour days or nights in a real parking garage like that would get to you, I think. Yeah, like no sun. You're just in this small area confined. Shout out to. The cast and crew of P2. You deserve you did not deserve a 34 fucking percent. That's a little low. That's ridiculous. And on, on RT? Mm-hmm. I'd say like 64, right? Like, I don't know if it's like I a, just feel like people were lumping this in. And you know, you might get elements of it with um what's his face? Joe, who's the the sexual assaulty in the elevator? Jim Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. Like that scene like pretty pretty gory. So I think people were just like, oh, this is just gory. Like you said, I think this is just a good, simple cat and mouse game, mm-hmm. you know. Critics were just harsh. I, I mm-hmm. do think it's better nowadays that and some people disagree. Um we don't care about those people's opinions. I won't mention <laughs> any names. But you know, some people say that now there's more diversity in the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Like you might get more people who actually love horror mm-hmm. that like it's too easy nowadays to get better reviews. But I think it's good to have people that love movies and not like back in the day, people were a lot harder on horror movies. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. Although I don't think Thanksgiving deserved it's 85% or whatever it was, <laughs> but it's just me. <laughs> um, Matthew. Yeah. Are you an Elvis Presley stan? No, I wouldn't say stan, but I can do a good impression. I won't do it here. Well, I won't okay, do it here. now you have to. I won't do it here. I can't, I can't do I'll it. I'll edit it out. I can't, I, I, can't, I can't do it here. Okay. If I, I need to sing along with the track, and then we'll get... We'll okay, get, if you guys we'll really uns- want it, we'll make Matt do an Elvis impression. We'll get, Let us know. We'll lose all our sponsorship if we play Elvis in our, uh, Why? In our podcast. Why? Because he's problematic? I no. just learned that he was. 
but oh, I you really? Get into that. I didn't know that. Well, there's a whole new movie called Priscilla about that, isn't there? Oh, his wife. I do want to see. Is that. that his wife or his daughter? He was married to her. Oh, okay. I guess it was a bit of an age gap, but we won't get into that. Mm. Um, did you watch the biopic with Austin Butler? With Oscar Al- nominated Al- Elvis? Mm-hmm. No. You're like, I didn't even I know about it. I'm not a huge biopic guy. Which you, like, you would rather watch a documentary yes. than a biopic. Yes, me personally. I want to like see the interview interviews with the people that rather than like watch uh, like a reenactment. Something that's a reenactment and yeah. Usually they take some creative liberties <laughs> yeah. know, for dramatic effect and stuff like that. Like I didn't see the the Freddie Mercury one. I didn't see like oh the like one of I don't know if it's like the originals, but one of the older ones with uh the Facebook guy, what's what's his face there? Andrew Garfield was in the movie. It's the social network. Yeah. Like about like the start of face. Like I didn't watch that. I, I remember that didn't do too much for me. People love it though. Yeah, people are all about that. And like other biopics too, but yeah. Safe to say we will never probably cover a biopic <laughs> on this podcast. I'm trying to think of if we did. Like well, it, who would who would it have to be? Like I, mean, like I a horror, honestly don't horror think way. there. I can't think of somebody in horror that is so famous that they the, would deserve, like a the Zodiac a, a biopic. Well, there maybe there's already Zodiac the movie. Speaking of there David Fincher, which I did finally watch maybe two years ago or mm-hmm. so, and because I would always hold it off because it's very long, very mm-hmm. detailed movie, but it's really really good. So. We stand Zodiac. There we go. That'll be like our pseudo bio. Right. (laughs) It's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so Angela's running around wet. With an axe, which I love that image. Just yes, girl. Get your weapon, your final girl weapon. She's got her axe. She's being really quick here and destroying as many security cameras as she can. I love a scene where somebody destroys security cameras. I don't know. (laughs) You just like vandalism. my kink. Vandalism. (laughs) Do we want to talk about more sexual assault? Because this was the most disturbing part, I think. This this was really um, a mind fuck, I'm sure, for Angela. And kind of a little hard to watch as well. Right, because there's video that she's watching of him, like, caressing her body. Mm-hmm. And it's just not cool, Thomas. This yeah. is why you're a fucking incel, because you've never been laid. And he definitely put her in this dress, too, right? Yo, well, I mean, that creeped me out right from the jump when she opens up her eyes yeah. after being unconscious because, like, I'm like, that's not what she was wearing. No. <laughs> you know? But here we get that, that like I said, that final girl energy. Like, now she's even more ticked off. And, like, mm-hmm. we're just like, yes, get this fucking basement dweller. <laughs> Mom, bring me down some fruit roll-ups, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Serving that kind of energy. And, of course, so she goes. So Thomas she's- is on Reddit. Thomas is definitely on Reddit. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. It's okay. I'm sure I've interacted with him on Reddit. <laughs> I use the good side of Reddit. There are good there, sides. There are good people they're on good, Reddit. There are good Not people. Not all Reddit people are like Thomas. I will, I will tell you, I have made a few video game transactions on Reddit and have not been scammed yet. So there are some good ones out there. Very happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> but so she, she's back in the security office. And before she even gets to see that tape, she thinks she hears him. So that's why she goes in there with her axe, ready to axe him. Because we saw him dancing in there and like facing. He was doing his Elvis impression. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it was just the video. She sees the cops pull up. She thinks she's gonna be saved, but instead she gets tased. Tased twice. 
did, I did laugh. I did laugh the at second, the second taste. The second taste. Because it just reminds me, here I go again. It always goes back to not another teen movie <laughs> oh. where Janie's getting tased in the in the football stadium. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. She's just shaking. <laughs> and the the way she gets tased too. Uh, have you ever seen videos of like people getting tased? Like cops yeah. will have to do it. Yeah, I've seen the ones where it's like the taser gun thing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why, but it seems like they, like the little, the second one he gives her, like she jumps like a little bit, but it seems like, it's she, like <laughs> was it necessary? Yeah. But she's like, maybe, I don't know. She's already down for the count. So of course now he has to put on this whole facade because the cops have shown up. Her, her call must've gone or text must've gone through earlier. I think she was trying to call. And, uh, at first I, I thought there was just one cop and I'm like, Oh, this guy's going to make quick work of him until the car stop starts moving. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's two cops. Okay, this is good. Okay, because I will say this is another kind of, I guess you would call a cliche or a trope in all these kinds of movies where, you know, somebody will arrive. You're like, oh, here's help. They're Mm -hmm. obviously going to die. Usually it is right away. Like, you know, Strangers Pray at Night did it. Like, every movie does it, basically. (laughs) Um, But here you're like, yeah, there's two cops. Like, he's really going to have to, you know. Struggle. Struggle. But I I do kind of like this scene because – you know, the cops kind of do everything that they're supposed to do. It's not mm-hmm. like they're totally dumb. Yeah. But they're not incompetent. <laughs> right. And, you know, and they just leave and the movie continues. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't your typical. We're just going to kill them and mm-hmm. then move on back to Angela. You mm-hmm. know? And then it kind of ties back here to the very first scene of the movie. Right. Where she's mm-hmm. in the car. I do like the the quick shot of the phone, too. After the cops come in, the gates lowered and. You have time just I don't know. I don't know if he I'm sure he saw it, but like there's her phone that she was trying to use to contact 911, mm-hmm. which you think the cops might have seen as they pulled into this parking garage and asked I about take it. Back what I said they saw that. That's the one thing that they maybe missed. But they also like who would think, oh, there's a cell phone lying on the ground. That's got to be someone's, you know, so that was obviously the person who called. Like no one would think that. Right. And we haven't even mentioned the dog. Yeah. Oh gosh. What what's his oh, what's his name? He says it like I don't even remember. Was well, it Max? Well, I, it could be. We'll call him Max. We're going to call you Max. <laughs> he seems like a Max. Max is a good boy raised under bad circumstances. Yeah, it's not his fault. No. That's what happens when you're brought up by an insult. <laughs> you're trained to kill. And yeah, bite. but this is pretty intense. Like, you know, when she's trapped in the car. Oh, I did not expect this scene to go as hard as it did. Like, yeah, I don't like animal death. And this mm-hmm. does make me sad, but like the effects go off. <laughs> and then that's pretty brutal. That other like all this. Yeah. So the effects like the sound effects, too. Like you don't really necessarily get like a like the shot of everything that's happening because it's flashing back and forth, back and forth. But the, yeah, the sound, the sound effects, effects are nasty. You, you, can, you can figure Every it out. Crunchy bone. Yeah. Justice for Max and justice for Carl. <laughs> and then after like you hear one sound like a crunch. Max is like still moving and then you hear more crunch. It's like, oh, he just won't die. <laughs> and now Angela is completely covered in blood. Classic, you know, horror movie image. And of course, you know, it's perfect with her white, white dress. little dress thing. Looks great. She plays a better Carrie than Chloe Grace Moretz. Honestly, I was thinking like, wow, it's very like Carrie reminiscent or just like horror, I guess. No, <laughs> it's hard not to think of Carrie whenever a girl's covered in <laughs> yeah. blood and wearing white. But this parking garage also has um, like a car thing, cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> car rental. 
Carmen, Police, uh, yeah. you know, because I think here she actually gets, she does get a hold of 911, I think, so. The, the call goes through, but, like, it's the kind of left ambiguous, I think, if she actually is able to stay, like, on the right, line but long enough. Don't you only have to be on for a second and they can trace it? Even in 2007, I feel like they uh, were able to trace. Oh, yeah. The, at I the mean, end, the movies yeah. kind of get to take them a while to get there still come on it's she's like in the city yeah you know it's like you're telling me there's that many people like that many people with problems on christmas eve (laughs) (laughs) like your your operators are all that busy but yeah she's like struggling to uh dial and she's she gets put on hold and now it's just this like ticking time bomb when thomas is gonna find her but she's clever does the old switcheroo she makes him believe he's she's in one closet, but she's in another, and then she does the also classic final girl thing of spraying him in the face with cleaner or bug spray or something. Something that would be unpleasant to the eyes. Yes. And then he goes like into this full-on rage mode where he just starts chucking chairs at the windows to get out of this place. He's such a little bitch. Because <laughs> he, he can't do it like the first two times. The chair <laughs> just like flops, and then the third time, psh, there it goes, which it looks pretty cool. And now we have speed going on. We, get we went from like carry to speed. Action scene, <laughs> like the point of view shot of the car. And when she first got in, and she was driving terrible, I'm like, is she just a terrible driver? Those, and those female drivers. <laughs> I'm like, and then I realized, oh, right, her hands are still cuffed. So I can imagine She's trying that, her best, Matthew. <laughs> that, that could be difficult. <laughs> Sydney Prescott would drive better handcuffed. She probably could. <laughs> we'll have to ask her. Um, not to ask Nev. Nev, next do you, time we see her. Next time, yeah. Next time we yes, see her. Yes, we did meet Nev Campbell. If you don't already know, go, and yes, it changed my life forever. Go, go check out the pics on Insta. Yes, she's just sweetheart. I told her she looked good in her blazer, and she sure did. She rocked it. But I like this um this like Mexican standoff scene with the oh, cars. Like car chicken. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, a little game of car chicken and. Just Angela is just not here for any more of his shit. Which Thomas's whole thing from the get go has been like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to kill you. He's kind of over it at this point. (laughs) But I think this car chicken scene proves that he's still like not going to hurt her because as they both go head on. Or he's just a pussy, like I said. Or or, or a little basic bitch who's scared. Little pussy. I don't know. I think I think, you know, we're not going to work out after she killed his dog. I think that he's probably pretty pissed about pushed that. pushed him over the edge. See, he just didn't care enough. Poor Max. Who do you feel bad for more, Max or Carl? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, Carl's awesome. Car- Carl's the best. Carl seemed like a very helpful guy. Yeah. I, I felt, I think I'm more bad for Normally Max. I would pick the dog, but Carl, it's Carl. Not, not Jimbo can rot in hell though. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about Jimbo. But she's very clever in this next scene. Again, she's, she's, she does a lot of good plays. She's, I don't think I can't think of anything she does in this movie that's like extremely stupid. Yeah, like she makes all the right moves. But yeah, I feel like more you know characters in movies should do the play dead routine. Mm-hmm. I know it'd probably be scary to do that because you don't you know. Yeah, but, but it works she, like a charm. Yeah, she uh, they he ends up like smashing her car and that's a pretty cool flip thing, and then you just. She just lays on the horn. Little do we know, it's like her body just laying on the horn. And as he gets out, checks on her, he says he's going to help her. But then she decides to help him by stabbing him in his eye. Oh, I loved it when she's strangling him with her handcuffs. And she's like, how about I help you this time? Yeah. Like, like she's so pissed off. It's great to see. 
I love the close up with the eye, with the eye stab. That I, was really that was really good. That's why I like this movie. Like we don't get that many like death scenes or anything because it is such a small cast. Mm-hmm. But like when there's violence, like you really feel it. I love that. Yeah, I was thinking for like a like a thriller movie. Okay, they had Carl died off screen. You have Jimbo and you have Max. That's that's it. Like it's not a high kill count, but the kills they they show you. They put they put love into those kills. Right. And this is why P two needs more recognition as a great Christmas horror movie. Maybe maybe we'll see a uh like a takeoff of this movie now after this launches. Because how many I'm, P two, the T V series <laughs> yeah. on Because uh, like how many other like do you think this movie gets talked about a lot? Honestly, like in the, all the podcasts that you've listened to or seen. No, I didn't I don't think I've seen any podcast cover this movie. You know, because mm-hmm. I did check. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't notice any. Yeah. So maybe this episode will low key do great because this movie doesn't get talked not about a lot. Like the When a Stranger Calls remake. See, it all circles back together, Pop which off. did very well for us. <laughs> and I like how she's at the end here. There's like, she's going to let him live at first. She's like, you know what? Okay, he's just, he's like crazy. He's talking mad shit and she's just rolling with it, yeah. right? But then he says, You're "Like you stupid fucking." See you next Tuesday. Yeah, and I love it though. Then she just turns around. You know, it's over for yeah. him. She bends down and uses the taser against and, him. Great, right? Perfect. After she was tased twice, <laughs> he should have did it a third time. Maybe just make a, sure. You think there's a post credit scene where we see her get tased again? I think. I, there, I, I think there's a. You know what they need in movies is the bloopers. The the, the the bloopers. Where's we'll the P two blooper reel? <laughs> That's what we need. What, if there was a sequel, would it be called P two two? P P two. Right. It's a sequel to this. P two two. It'd probably be P two two, where the second two was like T O O, right, or something like that. They'd be clever like that. I stand that movie. P two two doesn't exist, but should. Don't worry. Give us a legacy sequel. Don't worry. We'll be getting the TV show. Thank you, Netflix. Ten episodes. In the parking garage. That's what we deserve. There's this big explosion. She's able to get out of the parking garage because she has his keys. And you see her limping out of this parking garage finally. Because she was bit pretty bad by Max earlier, too. Yeah, she just falls over and dies over the end credits. (laughs) It's now looks like it's Christmas morning. It's nice. We get some beautiful CGI snow. And she's walking down some city street. Some city. Some city street. As we I see think like Chicago. It could be Chicago. I don't even know Chicago that well, but I'm getting the Chicago vibes. It's it looks like it's winter, so it's definitely up north somewhere it's gotta be. The cops are arriving right after everything's done. I mm-hmm. think they wait. You know, they'll like we'll let them take care of it. Yeah, she'll figure it out. <laughs> and the movie ends because what else do we need? It's mm-hmm. a simple movie. No post credits back in two thousand seven. Even well, though, even though we wanted one of Angela getting tased <laughs> again, z- z- or you know, we see Max in the doc- pet doctor's office or whatever, and he's fine. He's recovered. He's just got he, a bandage. He's on got his. his he's got a blanket. He's he's, he's fine. Got, he's got one of those ambulance blankets. I do like though that they did the still images for the credits and like the picture form. That was kind of cool. It's cute. Yeah. Like happier times. You know? Yeah. And that's P2. So final thoughts. I I enjoyed it. Good cat and mouse game. I was pleasantly surprised that it was Christmas themed. 
Did yes, not expect that. Yes, I knew you weren't expecting that. Nope. It's a good time. Yeah, like I said, I, I've always enjoyed this one. I think it's a great Christmas watch and underrated, although I do see that it has its fans, few and far between, but we're out there. <laughs> there's dozens of us. Show us. Tell your friends if they're uh, P2 fans. Come listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, and sign my soon-to-be-out-there petition for them to greenlight P2-2, T-W-O. <laughs> Which studio? If we can get two fall sequels announced, I want two P. <laughs> I want two P two sequels. Yeah, that's I think that's fair. And you know, in twenty twenty four, I think that's something we could probably achieve. <laughs> uh, that was fun. What do we have next week? Next week, keeping it Christmas themed, we have two thousand six's Black Christmas, yes. which is the remake. The remake. <laughs> One of several remakes of Black Christmas. How many are there? Well, two, but <laughs> hmm, okay. <laughs> like we're not we're not satisfied. Wait, when's the other? When did the other remake come out? Twenty nineteen. So they're like, you know, forget. 2006. Everybody loves that one, Matt. Do they? No. no. Oh, <laughs> very controversial movie. <laughs> You're like Black Christmas controversial. Well, we did have the whole abortion thing in the original, but um, that's true. <laughs> go back and listen to our Black Christmas episode. Yeah, but that will be a fun one for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on social media if you're not already at Horror Stands on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on TikTok at Horror Stands Podcast. If you can take a few seconds to give us a review, a follow, or a five-star rating, it really helps us out. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Yes, thank you so much to each and every one of you who listens. Like, subscribe, and we'll see you for the next one. Bye.